Today's Hope FM Breakfast Show is brought to you by Ace Office. For business supplies and office furnishing, visit ace-office.co.uk. And I'm delighted that joining me this morning is Andrew Wildman. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Ian. Good to be with you again. And yes, it was it was just before Christmas, yeah. wasn't it? So we were talking all about the Salvation Army then and your role uh, in that. Uh, but we only had a brief chance to mention the fact that you've written a book, which I'm now holding, uh, called Songs of the Faith. And so basically, it's a book that tells the stories behind some of our well-known hymns. Now, there are a lot of hymns in the book. <laughs> so this morning, we're not going to be able to do all of it. But what, what inspired you to write it? Well, it came about like many things recently, Ian, via the, the pandemic. And uh, we, in my team at the Salvation Army, we were writing some daily devotionals for um, uh, encouragement to many of our particularly older members of the Salvation Army. And uh, so we started writing a daily devotionals page on Facebook called Silver Linings. Every cloud of the pandemic had a silver lining. And so they're from that point of view. And on Saturday mornings, I thought it'd be nice to try and research and, and look into the stories of some of the great songs and hymns that we have in the church. And so, uh, yep, so I started doing that. And the book, therefore, is a result of that uh, of that stuff, really, in right. terms of just looking into the stories behind some of our great hymns. And, and I and do songs. know there are some great stories in there. So let, let, let's kick off. You're going to start with Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus. So uh, give us the call. Okay, thank you. So it's rare to find a hymn or a song that relates to an incident or a, an event that occurred in the author's life. But Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus is an exception, as it was composed in the aftermath of the untimely death of the author's friend. Dudley Ting was a young preacher in Philadelphia in the USA who often held revival meetings at the local YMCA during lunchtime and soon began to attract big crowds. In March of 1858, Dudley preached a rousing sermon to 5,000 young men at the YMCA and over 1,000 made a profession of faith that day. A few days later, Dudley would be working in the barn on his family's farm where he got his arm trapped in the cogs of a machine being pulled by a horse. His injuries were so severe that he passed away a few days later from his injuries. Before he died, he was asked if he had a message for the ministers at the Philadelphia Revival. He replied to them, tell them, let's all stand up for Jesus. And his friend and fellow preacher, Dr. George Duffield, was so touched by the words, he wrote the hymn that we know today, Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus. I have to say, Ian, it brings a whole new and perhaps a bit of a squeamish meaning to the verse when we sing, The arm of flesh will fail you, you dare not trust your own. A powerful verse in the first book of Corinthians says, Stand firm in the faith, be courageous and be strong. And we see it over and over again in Scripture. God uses people who show courage, people who stand up when everyone else sits down. It's a challenge for us today in an ever-changing world. In our own way, each of us face challenges and situations in which we are asked to prove our priorities and loyalties. How far will we go to demonstrate our commitment to the gospel? Are we willing to stand up for our faith 
Will we compromise? Are we willing to endure criticism? Are we willing to serve Jesus no matter what others might say, no matter what it might cost? Being a Christian in this day and age can sometimes feel like swimming upstream while everybody and everything else is going downstream. It would be great if God would somehow steer us away from those situations that require having to make those seemingly tough decisions. To be fair, to be honest, to stand up for what is right, just and true. And so sometimes in those days when it feels like we have no control over the situations in our lives, much less the things happening in the world. But there is good news. Let's stand up. Let's stand up for Jesus. We always have that choice. Hope FM, faith-filled radio. Yeah, here's an interesting story about dear Lord and Father of mankind. But, But what is the point, Ian? What is the point? Without knowing you personally, I'm sure if you're like me, you must have had your moments at times. What is the point? I've been a Christian and a Salvationist all of my life, and my parents took me to the Salvation Army as a very young baby. And I grew up hearing the transforming stories of Jesus and responded to the call of God myself. As I've grown older, however, my confidence and faith have been tested in ways I could have never expected. I've seen Christian friends get bored with their faith and eventually discard it. I've struggled at times with questions that have no real answers. And I've watched as the Christian faith comes under attacks of hostility, apathy and irrelevance. And in moments like these, sometimes we can feel that we are fighting a losing battle for a cause that no one really cares about. So I certainly empathise with Elijah in the first book of Kings, chapter 19. After Elijah defeated the prophet of Baal in a great victory, immediately his life is threatened yet again, and he is driven into the desert. In despair, he eventually turns to God and says, That's it. I'm done. I'm giving it all up. The Lord told Elijah to stand on the mountain in his presence, but he didn't come in the ways Elijah would have expected, in a wind or an earthquake or even a fire. He came in a gentle whisper. In the Hebrew language, the phrase for gentle whisper is kol damak dakar, meaning the sound of thin silence. That's where the Lord meets us very often, in the gentle whisper, in the thin silence. And so John Greenleaf Whittier, the American Quaker, was a farmer's son living in New England in the United States. And Dear Lord and Father of Mankind is a hymn he wrote which has a most unusual origin. The verses of this hymn come towards the end of a longer poem entitled The Brewing of Soma. And Soma was an intoxicating drink used in Hindu worship to induce religious frenzy. And Whittier, who was appalled at the frenzied revivalism of his day, asked God to forgive our foolish ways. He honours quiet qualities of religious devotion, purer lives, deeper reverence and simple trust, qualities that he learned from his Quaker faith. If we can silence the loud voices of the world, those meant to distract us and steer us off course, to confuse us or fill us with anxiety and worry, we'll find the peace that only comes from Jesus. If we can take a deep breath, 
close our eyes and lean in. We can sense the thin silence and his gentle whisper encouraging us, guiding us and loving us. Hope FM, Faith-Filled Radio. The next one is Stand Up and Bless the Lord. So tell us the story behind that, Andrew. So James Montgomery was an, an orphan from the country of Moravia at the time, uh, now that we know that as the Czech Republic. And he grew up in our home city, Ian, in the city of Sheffield. And he became a prominent journalist, in fact. And in March 1824, James introduced new words for a hymn written for the Red Hill Wesleyan Sunday School anniversary in Sheffield. And it began, Stand up and bless the Lord, ye children of his choice. And when the hymn was published the next year, James changed the word children to people. And he based the song on the text in Nehemiah chapter 9 and verse 5. Stand up and praise your Lord, who is from everlasting to everlasting. Blessed be your glorious name, and may it be exalted above all blessing and praise. Now, as a newspaper editor in Sheffield, James Montgomery was known as an outspoken advocate for many humanitarian causes. He wrote against slavery, called for the exploitation of child chimney sweeps, and promoted democracy in government. His ideas for social reform were considered so radical that he was imprisoned twice for his editorials. Imagine that. The first was in 1795 for printing a poem celebrating the fall of the Bastille, and the second in 1796 was for criticising a magistrate for forcibly dispersing a political protest in Sheffield. Stand Up and Bless the Lord, having been written originally for children, use a simple and clear language to proclaim the glory of the Lord and the call for God's people to praise and stand up and proclaim their faith. Very often we've reflected on the difference that God makes in uncertain and challenging times. And I truly believe that no matter what happens in the world, no matter what worries are on our hearts, God has already won the battle. Psalm 34 begins like this, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. And whether we find ourselves in certain times or uncertain times today, in happy times or sad times, in plentiful times or in desperate times, the psalm writer and this hymn writer invites us to join them by blessing the Lord and praising him continually. As we do so, may we stand up and bless the Lord in all the times of our life. Hope FM, faith-filled radio. And Andrew, your last one is Now Thank We All Our God, which I suppose um, is one of the favourite hymns of so many people. So tell us the story. Thanks, Ian. There's a word from the first book of Thessalonians, chapter 5 and verse 18, which says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now, I must be honest, sometimes it's the all in that verse that I find most difficult. Most of us can be thankful for lots of things at lots of times, but in all circumstances, that can be tough and it's not easy to be real about either. Are you truly thankful in all friends, in all things? What about when you find yourself suffering illness 
or defeat, or you're walking through a huge loss? What about when a loved one leaves this world too soon and you still can't see past your tears? Or when you've been praying for your prodigal loved one to come home and it seems like the prayers are unanswered? What about when you're discouraged, disillusioned and struggling with disbelief? Or when you're overwhelmed, overextended and just fighting being overstressed? Or what about a pandemic that turns your world upside down overnight? The theme is very clear and straightforward. It's an exhortation to us, to one another, to thank God with everything we are, with our hearts, with our hands, with our voices. It's an acknowledgement that God has worked wonders. Martin Rinkart was called to be the pastor of the Lutheran Church in his hometown of Eilenburg in Germany. He arrived there just as the terrible bloodshed of the Thirty Years' War was beginning. The city of Eilenburg was a walled city, and it became the refuge for political and military fugitives. The Rinkart home was a haven for the victims, even though he was often hard-pressed to provide for his own family. In the year 1637, the plague was particularly severe, and at its peak, Rinkart was the only pastor remaining in Eilenburg, conducting as many as 50 funerals in a day. He performed more than 4,000 funerals in that year alone, including that of his own wife. And so if Pastor Rinkart could pen these words and give thanks for God's countless gifts of love, perhaps his thankfulness in the middle of his overwhelming suffering can give us some perspective on our own circumstances and struggles in life. Each day affords us the opportunity to give thanks to our faithful God, even in the face of challenges. I want you to be encouraged, friends. The most difficult challenge in your facing right now may be a greater blessing. God is always working in and through your life in powerful ways. No matter how hard, you can choose to give him thanks in all things. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, Andrew's book is called Songs of the Faith, and it's published by Shield Books. So how can people get a copy before we play the last song? Yes, people can go onto the uh, website, uh, Ian. It's Salvationist Publishing and Supplies. The book is £6.99. You can buy it online. And uh, if you just search for Songs of the Faith, the Salvation Army, it will come up. 